It's for crying out loud, our Friday show, continuing from yesterday's Thursday show with our special guest, Laura House. So if you didn't listen, if you decided like, oh, I'm going to skip that show because there's a guest, that's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> just like, because she's got How a dare. great You're gonna guest or ever had. Yes. Yeah. This was like, <laughs> this is like classic. You guys will love it. So at least uh. go back. Yes. Do yourself a favor and go back and listen to like Trust the last us. 20 minutes at least. And then so you'll understand what's going on right now. <laughs> Hi, Laura, Laura. Is, Hi. We're, gonna fi- we're finishing our you're telling us about dating and yes, how I how, how I found a man, which is amazing in Los Angeles. <laughs> Unbelievable. As just a regular. I was like my top weight. I was like the oldest I'd ever been and <laughs> somehow, somehow a, a good, a good situation. But, came but living it. as just an inspiration to like senior citizens everywhere. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yes. It's never too late. If you, you guys, can find someone. <laughs> yes, it really is. People do never understand when they're insulting you. Right. Like, you know, when it's just like, man, if you can find someone that is so rude, like what though? I'm great. <laughs> What are you doing? There's here's the this is tangential. Here's a sentence I never like to hear. It never goes well. You know who you remind me of? <laughs> oh no. Just you know what? We're not gonna be friends if you finish that sentence. I <laughs> I I have started just interrupting or when people are like, You are so much like my cousin or my friend from high school, and I'm like, Was she pretty? Like that is all <laughs> I'm like, cause <laughs> and, and sometimes that's when people catch themselves. She's really cool or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? No, I don't want to hear who I remind you of unless it's like Sally Field. That is that is it. That is all you get to say. And you, not current day Sally Field. You know, you've- I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sally Field. All right. That's true. Even current day is fine. Um, but yes, so we had, we had connected okay, Cupid, and I had put comedians on there and he reached out with, so you ladies have been with people for your for a while so you don't know but even if you're just kind of regular looking guys are creeps on dating but like it's not just that so guys are like hello beautiful oh your incredible yeah. eyes or like things that no one would ever walk up to you and say and so something i really liked about Brian was he was like oh i love Mitch Hedberg too and so what was his favorite Mitch Hedberg joke? We ended our Thursday show with <laughs> right. our favorite Mitch Hedberg jokes, but Brian had a favorite Mitch his, Hedberg joke. His was his was the donut joke too. Oh, it was? And my and my Oh my god, we could be engaged right yes, now. Yes, we could all <laughs> we're a thruple. We could all thruple it. Yes. If you'd been looking, it would have been the the you know, thank God I got Listen, in. There. I'm not hitting on him right now, Laura. Okay, no, no, relax. I, I like that you're hitting on him through me on a podcast. Um hope he's my, listening. My third favorite is Mitch Hedberg joke is how he said um uh gift cards he was like I forget how he got into it too it was, but he was basically like, so you're taking money that's good everywhere <laughs> and making it good at just this one place <laughs> that's true <laughs> and it was it was, that's what's such true. great comedy yes. when like because we're all thinking gift cards are a great gift and then you go that is kind of right. weird that you go I will own, I will give you money but only for Michaels and Rafts <laughs> <laughs> like when you go that is that's what I've decided you get like I've <laughs> it's a little controlling it's a little right. bossy right so I uh so we we message a lot and we're we're talking a lot and I did you think he was cute at first or like what was I your did. first I thought he was pretty cute he so one friend of mine like again you have never had to do this like unless you did it when you were very young is I have had people with like relationship goals like I that I have people in my life a good friend of mine has a great relationship with her husband. And I was like, I want that. You know, you just kind of pick out the nice, you know, and you're like, I want that. I like how they are with each other. I want something like that. I don't know how to get it. And so I had asked her, how did you date? How did you find him? And one of them, they had met in online dating. And she said, "I." someone had instructed her to do this. And she said, I did not message first. 
And then I noticed that was a big thing with me. If I reached out to guys first, it never went well. Like Mm -hmm. it's sexist or, or old fashioned or it's it's, something's wrong about saying this, but there's something about like a guy or maybe just certain personalities need to make the first move. Right. Or, Certainly that was the case with me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have friends that are on Bumble mm. and that's that that's their thing is well, well girls, I mean, except in that situation right, where women where girls are supposed to read out first. But right. it doesn't work out for them because really? they'll reach out first. The guy will be like, Yeah, hello, back, and then drop off, never hear from them oh, again. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. That's been the uh complaint. So much for Bumble. Right. Yeah, I so this one he reached out to me. So I mean again, if you're reading past the headline wordy, nerdy, and kind of sturdy. My my thought was, you know, if a heterosexual man is reading past that, like, I, I've got a good shot. <laughs> like, like if he's like, that sounds fine to me, you know? So we we message a lot, and I feel like we're getting to know each other a little. And this was not what I usually did. It was like a little bit of CU, coffee date, let's find out if this doesn't work quickly. Mm-hmm. But he, there was something about him. Right. Just getting our ads. Go right. ahead. Don't worry. Just there, ignore Kalen. Okay. <laughs> there was something. I was like, what's happening? Um, there's an announcement. Uh, so there was something about him that was it, that just felt good from the beginning. But also, you never know. Like, I was like, I can't get my hopes up, you know, too much. Like, let's see how it goes with this guy. And so I, um, yeah, so we messaged through the week. I think I ended up asking him lots of questions. Like, he was a traveling musician. So he's a he's a jazz trumpet player. And he's traveled the world doing this. He has several albums. And he's also in the band Oingo Boingo. <laughs> he's oh, in the band Oingo Boingo, former members. So original members. And then they filled in some of the spots. Minus so he's Danny busy Elfman. every Halloween. He's very busy in October. <laughs> he's busy in October for legit. So it's minus Danny Elfman, but it's original members. And anyway, he's the he's the trumpet guy now. So he's been doing that for a long time. So for him, he's like, I'm jazz is his big thing. And for me, I was like, I go, boy, are you kidding me? You know, again, I'm 48. I'm like my top weight and like the, um, but as a teenager, this would like teenage me was like, are you kidding me? Like what? (laughs) He's in a band. This is crazy. Like it seems so exciting, but trying to keep it chill. So we decide, we decide we like each other. We're going to do a first date. So we're on the phone. So we move from messages to phone and like, where do we want to go? Where do we, you know, I kind of like the guy to come up with a plan. That's something I enjoy. And he blurts this out. He goes, I, I don't, I, I'm not good at plans. I'm not a planner. <laughs> you decide where to go. I'll be there. I can follow a plan, but I don't, I don't, I can't come up with a plan. You, you plan. Well, that's a, that's bad. <laughs> that's a red <laughs> that's flag. That's a red flag, right? <laughs> that's like, that's not something you want, but I, but my, my ex was really good at making plans to see other women while we were together. And so I was like, maybe it's time for a non-planner. And mm-hmm. um, so I was like, he's a jazz trumpet player. Sorry, old timey steakhouse. And we went to the smokehouse in Burbank, which is like love it. a famous old, like from the thirties or something. Some insanely, yeah. Like you feel like a, a mob, Killing totally. happened in one corner and, you know, like uh, Jack Warner signed Humphrey Bogart to something in another, like, right. which I think all those things actually happen. And so there's... And they it, have good garlic bread. The the, the garlic bread is insane. For And for anyone who doesn't know, first of all, you can look up the Smokehouse and their website, they will tell you, but it's garlic bread, right? So it's... Gar- but it has like Cheeto dust on it or something. <laughs> yeah. On it that makes it, and you that doesn't even sound good, but it is magical. <laughs> there is something yeah. insanely magical about that garlic bread. So I was like, he's a jazz trumpet. He'll he'll love this place. So I don't really try on my dating profile, right? Like I was just honest. Listen, like, and that's become my philosophy, especially for a dating profile. Like before you sign up, give up. Like. <laughs> Don't try to impress. We all say put your best foot forward. That does not work out. Put your medium sure. just a few inches in front of you. Like just not even that forward because 
when people are like, I'm in the, I'm the, you know, you take yes. your very best self. Like, don't be your best self. Just right. be yourself. Be your medium, mm-hmm. not the most cranky, but not the most fancy self because that's who you are. Like, anyway, right. so I was a little more like that. Like, here's, listen, I'm regular. <laughs> like, that is my brag. <laughs> I'm regular. What about you? <laughs> and, but when we're meeting in real life, like, I did up. I was like, I think I'm going to like this guy. And so I'm like, I had a friend dress me. <laughs> like I actually Aww. had a friend come over and like this and this and what about this? So I'm like skirt and makeup and curls and heels and cleavage and whatever. And so we walk in, I walk in, he's already at the host stand. And so that's like the eye test, right? When you're just like, you like, it's never going to be exactly like the picture, right? When it's mm-hmm. just been online. And, but we both were like, like <laughs> I'm chubby, he's bald. Like we're even. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like we're like we're like, well, all right. And so we proceed, and they they go to seat us, and he's he's walking in front, and then and I'm behind him, and a, and a waiter gets between us with holding this giant tray, and then the waiter like gets distracted, and this tray starts to tip. Oh, geez. toward me. Now. Again, I am dressed up. Normally, I dress like a drunk art teacher, but I really, <laughs> I really made an effort. And this trait starts to tip, and and this is my brain said, "Well, it's not going to fall. It's a professional way." Oh, here it comes, and this oh tray f- full of things hits my chest and oh. crashes to the floor, like cups and plates. And like half eaten shrimp scampi. Oh. And I'm just like, <gasps> who doesn't finish their shrimp scampi? <laughs> I mean, there's only like five of them. It's like $20. And Ooh, now they're in your bra. It's just butter. <laughs> and God, did they not know what it was? I'm horrified when people don't finish their food. And so I'm, anyway, but I kind of gather myself together. I'm like, this is terrible and he doesn't know what to do and waiters run over everybody look i mean it's the moment right in the in the restaurant everybody's looking and gasping and i'm kind of like checking myself and there wasn't really anything on me like it it, it's i thanks boobs it it (laughs) kind of you know hit back like hit away and there wasn't goop on me but i checked in with myself because i'm trying to date differently yes i'm an older lady i'm taking care of myself (laughs) and i'm like i like in my mind I'm like, do you need to reschedule? Like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You were just attacked by appetizers. <laughs> <laughs> Caesar salad everywhere. Yeah. Do you need to go? Like, you can reschedule. And then I was like, I think I'm okay. I'm okay. It was weird, and but it's I'm actually fine. I'm okay. And I proceeded to the table, and he's sitting there. He does not know what to do. And I sit down. And this is what happened. He looks at me across the table, sweet eye contact, and he says, are you okay? And I had checked in and I wanted to be honest. And I like exhaled and was like, you know what? That was very embarrassing (laughs) and like a weird adrenaline rush. But yeah, I'm okay. Like nothing's on. I'm, I'm fine. And this man, same eye contact, across the table, looks me in the eye, and he says, can I laugh now? <laughs> and I was like, that's my guy. Yes. That's how I knew he was the one, because it was like sweet first, then a bit of a smart ass. <laughs> oh, my God. It's such a beautiful story. Thank you. It was, it was real. I was just like, I felt like that was a brave thing to say. Because I felt like maybe nine out of ten women would be like, what? You're not going to laugh at me? What are you talking about? But I was like, I think we should laugh. That A big tray just fell on me in the middle of the restaurant. That is crazy. Right. <laughs> he was probably impressed that you didn't like freak out and start yelling at people. Maybe. I mean. You know, because that's that's a sign of like being kind of a classy lady. Like yes. you didn't go like, what the? Who does that? It is true. It is true when you think of, and this is how it hits me, like. Brian's great, but I don't think of him as like, Brian's great. Everyone needs a Brian. Like, I need a Brian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's great for me. Like, that, it, it really is, there is, yeah, there is a person that's like, you're fired, and what about this, and I'm not coming, or, right. you know, like, you 
give me free everything. I'm going to sue or what, whatever. Right. And then did you get a free dinner? By, by the way, you should have. You know what? We did not. <laughs> that's that's maybe the worst part of the story. Really. But how yeah. long have you well, been with up. him? Let's take it. Six take years. A, okay, six years. We need to take a quick break because we have something really exciting to talk about. Yes, Bombas. You have Bombas socks? Yes, I love them. They're, They're the best the, socks in the world. Absolutely. They're the world's best socks. They're awesome. They're like walking on a cloud, and I'm not even exaggerating. They're the thickest yeah. socks that are made so well, and they don't have seams, so that and they don't they don't slip down so that you're constantly, I don't know if, yeah. you know, my old socks, I was constantly like, they would, they'd slide down yeah. your heel, and you're pulling I'm them They get now. weird, misshapen. You're like, that's mm-hmm. not what a foot looks like. But you know what the best part about Bombas that we love is that they have donated over 100 million items and each purchase adds to that impact, which is awesome. And they have a 100% happiness guarantee means you're covered for life. You can reach out to them, to their happiness team for easy returns, exchanges, or replacements, which is awesome. And that's why we love Bombas. Great product. Also, they they have a ton of different styles of socks. They have like sports socks. They have like the, socks. the footy socks. They have dr- anything that you want, they have. There's no excuse to not have an entire drawer full of just Bombas socks. That's exactly <laughs> right. And you're doing good for humanity. So yeah. go to bombas.com slash FCOL and use the code FCOL for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash FCOL and use code FCOL at checkout. Bombas.com slash FCOL code FCOL. I'm going to do it. Okay. Get- so tell us about though, like, so, so how long were you together before it like started? So you knew kind of that was like your guy. I knew that was, I really, I thought of it as like, if it was a car, I would have driven him off the lot at that date. So, okay, here's, <laughs> here's what it was followed up with. So, and this I've been talking about on stage because I love the idea. I, two things that have come up from this for me, I love the idea of old love. Cause we don't talk about it like movies and TV are primarily, or like old love is, well, we've been together 40 years, but like finding love. Mm-hmm. And I know we're not 90 years old, but there's an older version of love, but we're still, it's middle age. Yeah. Finding. And it's a different kind of, you know, young romance is, you know, like it's, it's neat and horny, but you're also so insecure. Like, will it last? And old love is like, it will not, you know, like there's, there's just something like you can find someone, you know who you are and you can find someone who's like really a fit when you're older of just like that. I could never do before. Like, and there's no, there's no letting yourself go in old love. Like you're gone. It's not getting much worse. You know, like there's no, there's not a lot of surprises. It's not, not a lot like, of surprises. Right. Yeah. No cheating. Old love cheating is like you you watch an episode on your own of that show you're yes. binging. You know, <laughs> right. like we're just, I, you know, like young guys, I'd walk in on them watching porn and like I walk in on Brian watching MASH all the <laughs> I time. I love that. Yes, all the time. Like he's like, oh, I was watching MASH. I, we can watch whatever you want. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is... Life is really different at this. So there's something great about that, but here's what he did that, that night and that week. So first thing was, can I laugh now that I was like, I really like this guy. I felt like that was so the guy I'd been with before was very charming. Like he was charming, fun guy, which can sometimes be someone hard to trust, Mm. you know, really. And Brian would not know how to trick you if he read a book about it right. <laughs> like he just was it's just very him and yeah. so then we decided to go to another location so like the date's going really well and we're like let's if I drank we would have gone to a bar to get a drink but he was like you don't drink and so we still went to a bar but he was like a friend of mine's I playing at Ireland's 32 and do you want to go and so I was like yeah. Okay. And he was very, I had told him I was sober and he was very protective of, is it okay? Are you sure it's okay? It is. If you want to leave, we'll leave immediately. Like, Aww. and I'm like, I, the libraries are closed. Like, it's fine. <laughs> you know, like, so this is what happened. So we drove where I'm, we're in separate cars because first date, I don't know this guy. We get close to Ireland's 32 and I'm behind his car. He stops. I see a parking space. He stops. So I was like, well, He'll park there and I'll keep looking. Mm-hmm. But he stops in the street and then he gets out of his car and he walks to my window and he said, and I, 
you can't understand. I, this is not a young person's romance, but he said, why don't you take this spot and I'll keep looking. And I was like, I love this guy. <laughs> I love him too. He said, take this spot. I'll go right, meet me out front. Like, don't, you know, be still protective. Like, I don't want to let you out of my sight, but we'll, you know, surely oh. you'll be okay at the door. Yes. Three days later, we're driving. It rarely rains in Los Angeles, as every, every, all the songs say. But he look, we're, we're somewhere in Burbank, and he, he said, he just noticed the, my windshield wipers, and he said, your windshield wipers are a little worn, and it, it looks like it's going to rain. Why don't you pull into this Pet Boys? Holy shit. <laughs> I'll get you a new, I'll, I'll swap them out for you. And I was like, what? <laughs> you and he goes, yeah, we'll just, we'll look at the manual and you'll get the, the, and like I said, he's a jazz trumpet player. He's not, right, you know, a card. Mr. Mechanic right. or whatever, but he can do these things and he's very thoughtful and protective and he swapped out my windshield wipers and I was like, what weird sex act would you like in return? <laughs> I was just, it was like, I've never been more attracted to, okay, this is who he is. We, a friend loaned us her lake house. We were at a lake house last week of friends. It ha- it's a wonderful house, but has a very old, the bathroom stuff is very old. And it, so it takes a long time to refill like the bowl, the toilet bowl. I hate that word. Anyway, so the, <laughs> I, I was like, can I say it or not? Anyway, that's what it is. So um, he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to change that out. <laughs> and I was like, well, what I said was, well, is it something that could cause harm? Like, don't do it. Like, don't like, I don't want to like, Oh, Brian tried to change the thing. Anyway, your house flooded. Like I didn't want that story, but he got a little offended. He was like, I've done it before. I did it in our house. And I was like, huh? Okay. Like fingers crossed. He on his own, because he just saw, and he was just, this one part is really old. He went to the hardware store in the Lake village. And then he came back and he changed her toilet bowl thing mechanism just because it was old and needed to be changing. Wow. Wow. He's a good dude. I love him. Oh, I mean, not just because he fixes things. Now I've made it like, I really save a lot of handyman costs with this guy. And so this was like equal, like he was into it from day one too. Like he called you the next day. Yes. Well, the next day, uh, that's very sweet. This is what I did because I was just on this whole tear of look like see me and I felt like not not ooh I hope you don't get to know me until 4 years when I've tricked you and you're in. I was like here's me. Mm-hmm. The next day I did a storytelling show that was my favorite storytelling show and not for everyone. It's it was called Happy Mother's Day Our Moms Are Dead. Mm-hmm. Not for everybody. Like, there's certainly many people that would be like, oh, wow, that's so sad and dark. And so I called him breaking the rules because I am impulsive and compulsive. So, <laughs> but I said, I called him. I said, listen, that was really love. This is way too soon to contact you. Last night was, I mean, we knew the night was great. Like we talked and talked and talked for, even from that bar, we went to another place and talked and talked and talked. We, we were in, we liked each other. So I said, this is way too soon to contact you, but I'm doing a storytelling show. It only happens like once or twice a year. It's very me. Would you like to come? And he came and then this is the weirdest. So he came, he loved it. People, I mean, you're literally, you're laughing and crying because of the nature of the show. We've all lost parents. And the day when you celebrate that parent, we all had a story about it. Drew Drogi was in it. I think that one. And we're anyway, it's a great show. So we hung, we hang out after we just walked down the street to like Astro Burger in, in Hollywood. And he was like, and I'd never experienced this before. I I mean, guys had liked me, but he just had a way of like, he was basically, I'm interested. I'd like to see you. That was great. You're great. I'd like to see you again. Like he's just this, I'm not playing around. I like, and and I kind of teased him. Right. And I said, wow, it sounds like you're really interested in the job opening of being my boyfriend or whatever. He said, I am. He said, if you had like a, maybe I joked of like, oh, I wish I had like a form for you to fill out. So like an application that you could, and he said, I would, I would love to do that. 
I made one. (laughs) I never talk about this. It's so weird. I now I wasn't sure I was going to show it to him. I ran it by girlfriends first, but I, you know, like dating books or whatever, tell you like visualize your person or what are your, make a list of your, what you want and your deal breakers or your whatever. And I kind of as an exercise for myself was, and I'd done all those that listen, I really did the divorce lady, you know, every, gut yourself out, turn your, you know, like, let's do it differently thing before. But I wrote down, like, if I had, like, rules, I made it like a quest. I was like, a quest to date me. <laughs> I love it. And it was, so I t- I meditate and I teach meditation, and something that we do at New Year's is you write down 108 things you're grateful for. It's a thing I'd been doing for years. So I I had, like, these 12 things for him to do. Write 108 things you're grateful for. for. Number one was don't date anyone else for a month. Uh, write 108 things you're grateful for. Take me to a museum and show me your favorite work of art. Show me your favorite movie. Take me to the planetarium. I just wanted to go to the planetarium. <laughs> <laughs> and I had like a few other other things. And... So I, and then we kept talking. And then it was like, if you complete all those things, then you're my boyfriend. Yep. It was a, it was like, um, you know, whatever in Shrek, you know, it was like, uh, Oh, if you want the hand of the princess, you do the, but it wasn't my King father and I'm not a princess. It was just me. And, and so I didn't know if I would show it to him. Cause I was like, I, even now I'm embarrassed to kind of, it's kind of cool. And it's also kind of, that's. Seems weird in a way. I like, I love like a it. dowry Control. or something like yes, that. It, it was, <laughs> only without the dowry. Right. But yes, I'm just me. <laughs> but what was great was I just felt comfortable with him so quickly. And so I was like, I think I confessed to him on the phone. I was like, this is so dumb. I'm, I'm writing this list of things you could do to be my boyfriend. Like, I, I know it's dumb. It's dumb. And then he was like, what are they? I want to know. And I, I read him. So I was like, when I was like, don't date anyone for a month, he was done. I don't even want to what's ne- next. And I was like, Oh, and I gave him the whole, like, I still have the paper. Like I gave him the thing and we did it and we got mad. So we're still not married for a couple of reasons. There was COVID and there was lots of reasons, but we have moved in six years. We've moved together five times. Wow. And like into Texas and back. And anyway, there's been a lot of that. And then we were together for the passing of my father. We were together for the finding of my birth mother. Um, We got matching tattoos three months in. (laughs) So when people are are the tattoos, what, what are they there? I can show you. Oh, is is this a moon? Yeah. Moon moon and and stars. stars. So a couple of, like a month in, I mean, I was, we were just in, it's also, it has to do less with like, oh, I made him settle down and what he likes relationships. I like relationships. We, right. we fit. It was yeah. perfect all the way around, but I bought us rings on. So I had tried when we were together, like a few weeks, he had a gig for like a week in Vegas, like playing with Kevin Eubanks at some event or something. And so I got to visit him and they weren't in a normal hotel room. There's like apartments in the back of one of the thing, like if you're like with a kitchenette and a, anyway, I didn't know about this. And so I stayed with him and we would go out in Vegas and I was like, we should just get married again. Compulsive, impulsive. I I just knew he's my guy. And he was like, I mean, that sounds great. Why don't we know each other for a year maybe (laughs) before, but I was like, then we come right back in one year we get married. And I think that was, he was probably a little like, wow, okay. Thanks for the red flag. But, um, (laughs) I bought us rings off Etsy. I'm, I'm wearing mine, but it's a, it's a kind of a rough version of a sun and a rough version of the moon. And so he had the moon. So I got the moon tattoo and I have the sun. So he got the sun tattoo my tattoo is on my the back of my left arm. His is on the back of his right arm. Aww. So when we hold hands, that's so they're right cute. next to each other. That's so cute. That's adorable. Yeah, and that's I love me. That. At, that's me finding love at like forty eight. So tell it's us amazing. about. Um, so it's you, really sweet. so finding your birth mom. So he was supportive. 
Yeah, yeah. He was he was there for that. So that's that is such a long involved story, but I guess essentially I always knew I was adopted. I actually had to learn that not everyone is adopted. So when I was little, my brother and I were both adopted and our parents used the term, you're adopted. And we, you know, I had a baby book and it was like, you're adopted. And so I, I understood the concept. Like I knew babies came out of ladies and I knew I had come out of a lady, but not my mom. And so I was like, I get it. It's like a store. Like we eat salad, but we, somebody grew it and now we have it. Or like we have a stereo, somebody made it and now we have it. So I, in my worldview at like eight, that's just how most babies came. Probably most babies didn't come out of the lady that your mom, (laughs) you know, like I was like, you get everything from the store, including people. That was my thought. And so like there's ladies out there having babies for everyone like Handmaid's that Tale, makes I guess. so much sense, though. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, does not it? the Handmaid's Tale part, but I like... I assume they the, liked like, their yeah. job as much as anyone. <laughs> you know, that's just another job right. to have. Yeah, You right. crank out babies. Right. So when I was 10, I got some news. <laughs> so when I was 10, the woman down the street, a neighbor down the street was like, had, was pregnant. And I was like, oh, she must be one of those baby having ladies. Like, all this is in my head. Like, all this is, I had never shared it. I just was like, adopted, got it. We came from some other lady, you know, probably everybody or 50-50, you know, whatever. Like, th- this is normal. Because we were told we're normal a lot. We're special mm-hmm. and we're normal. It's right. Anyway. You're not a genius. I'm not. That's a callback <laughs> to Thursday, ideas. guys. I'm not a genius. I have big ideas. Um, I'm not a genius or a right side. I really don't understand anything, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> and so at 10, she's pregnant. I'm like, oh, she's one of those baby having ladies. And then she, then she has the baby and she still had the baby. That's what confused me. I saw her pregnant and then I saw her with a baby, but you're, it should go to its family. So that's what I started asking her about. Like she's, I was like, what's going, what's, why do you still have that baby? And like, <laughs> and like, she was like breastfeeding. I'm like, what are you, why, like, what is going on? Like, like I'm a cop. Like what is going on here? And she was like, I'm feeding him. And that's I was hilarious. like, shouldn't he be with his family? And she, and she was like, I, you really need to talk to your mom. And so when I was 10, I learned not everyone is adopted. Like, I like, oh, basically like it's something like 2% of the population, but I was like, oh, basically just me and my brother. Like I, then I was like, that is not, I do not feel normal now. (laughs) Uh That is not, I don't like it. Like, and then I, I mean, I like my family. I didn't that I was just more like, there's a lady out there that I came out of and I don't know anything about her. I don't know. Like I was really, I loved my first grade teacher. I was like, is it her? (laughs) is it my, like, I just was like, am I crossing paths with her? Like I couldn't, my brain is wired to wonder about that constantly. And like, and what happened and what's the story? Is she mad at me? You know, like, did I like, there's just so many questions. Like I will mention Sally Field again. I love Smokey and the Bandit. She is adorable brunette. And I was like, is Sally Field my mom? Like, (laughs) Like who, and then there's movies about stuff, right? Of like, you were really a princess and no one, like, am I, you know, from royalty? Am I from, like, I don't know. You're just, is David Lee Roth my dad? I just had <laughs> questions. Like what, how did I, and my brother, zero question to him, question answered. He's like, these are our parents. That's the answer. That's the, <laughs> that, right. like, he's like, end of story. We're like, we're adopted end of story. And I'm like, adopted big Exactly. Exactly. So essentially I had looked on and off and I had finally in my thirties, once I got sober and everything like felt kind of stable and I did, I like went all in to do a search with the adoption agency. So I'd gotten little bits of information here, heightened weight or little, you know, I knew I had an aunt and an uncle and I, you know, but all redacted file information. And, but then I sent off for, um, I said, do a search like some amount of money was, this was like the all in one where they go, we will basically reach out to this woman and say, do you want to meet, you know, say your, your adopt, you know, your biological daughter is interested in meeting. Are you? 
So I was so excited because I just was like, my whole life I'd wondered like, do we have the same nose or eyes or laugh? Or I had never met a biological relative. Mm-hmm. I had never been near anyone who we shared blood or DNA ever. And I was, and my best friend was a twin. So I was especially fascinated. Like you shared all your DNA and like, I don't, what do I have? And so I was like, I had a uh, DNA jealous, I guess. And so I was very excited. Like, it's finally going to happen. I feel stable and this is great. Uh, and this is before I met Brian and I followed up like a couple months into the search and they said, oh, we found her, but she hasn't responded. So mm. this happens like maybe just a couple times a year, but we have to call off the search. Oh, oh my gosh. Hold on. Let's take a quick break on this cliffhanger. Okay. We're back. So they have to call off the search. Yeah. So I waited my whole life. I'm like, you know, maybe I was, you know, 40 or, uh, for early forties or something like I'd waited so long, 45 or something to finally search. Like I'm finally ready. And then basically get the message. They said, you know, this is, she just didn't respond. Like, we can't just keep asking. Like, we're sure it's her, but we call off the search. And a friend of mine, when I told her the story, she was like, so you're talking to this woman on the phone, like the adoption agency woman. And she, she was like, she probably had her file right in front of her, like, with the address, <laughs> like right. just the idea of the other end of that phone call is looking at the, you know, like there's, but there's not a version of like, well, I'm not saying it's 1212 yeah. <laughs> Rocky Point Road, you know, or whatever, but right. she wouldn't give you like an email address. She wouldn't let you be the one to reach out. No. I mean, look, I'm again, I can't stress enough old. <laughs> and so I, it's a closed adoption and right, it's done right. pretty differently now, but you know, or there's different rules or whatever, but it, it was ironclad clothes, and which I respect. Like, I always felt like we don't know. She might live a whole life where she's with someone that she's has never talked about. She gave a baby away, and right. like she doesn't want a baby knocking the door. Or she might live a life where she's destitute, and it's a bad situation, and she doesn't want to see some like I you just don't you don't know anything you right. don't know anything at all but to do the big search was emotionally I mean it was it was gutting to to be honest like I, for one you have to have counseling like it was requ- there were all these requirements like you have to have several hours of counseling where they kind of which is good for me they kind of adjust your expectations mm-hmm. you know what if she doesn't like you what if she wants money what if you you know right. like they go through the things and she was like, you know, it says here you teach meditation. What if she thinks that's weird? And I was like, sounds like you think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> what if she doesn't like you? I was like, everyone likes me. What is, what is what's with the questions? And right. so we, I just, I had to give up. Like, and mm. I, and I had always want, I was like, well, that's the end of it. And, and I had to cry a lot and process and okay, I'll never meet her. And all right. And a couple of years later, I'm at work and my friend said, have you done 23 and me? I'm 97% Swedish. <laughs> and I was like, what? She goes, I'm, I'm in the top three percentile Neanderthal, <laughs> you know, or right. whatever. And I was like, what? And she, she explained 23 and me. And I was like, I want to find out what percent Swedish I am. And I'd like to catfish my birth mother. Like yeah. I was like, if you're connected in DNA, there's going to be a relative who didn't know there's going to be a cousin or something. And if anyone is hearing this and horrified, like let's say you gave up a child and you're like, whoa, they do not come after me, child I gave away. I want to be clear. I didn't want, I wanted a picture. Mm. Like I didn't want, a. I wasn't owed anything. It was really generous what she did really generous imagine going mm-hmm. through the birth process and and gifting a baby to someone right. who can't have a baby i mean that is incredible and i i just kind of wanted to thank her and then i just wanted to like know like who is this per- are we anything alike i always felt a little i love my family but i'm a little different 
from them. Like I'm kind of the gonzo of the Muppets of my family. Like Mm -hmm. they're quiet. (laughs) Right. They're reserved. They're kind of normal, right size, nice, thoughtful people. (laughs) And I'm a little bouncing around in various ways. Right. So I was like, and like, Anyway, so I 23 to me and I'm like, here we go. You spit in the thing and it's like, yeah. And like mm-hmm. any email I got, you know, DNA relatives, like, yes, today's the day. And like, it's always a sixth cousin. Are right. you like 23 and me? It's yeah, always. Right, yeah. A, so we're all six cousins. Uh, everyone right, in yeah, the world. Right. Useless. So I got, it was a couple years in and now I've met, I've met Brian and I feel good in this relationship. I'm living my, and I'm just never going to meet my birth mother. Right. Because it, I mean, I'm just done with it. And, but I still, you know, like 23 me is out there. And one day Brian and I are just sitting summer day, July, 2018. And I have a notification and I didn't even check it that much anymore, but I, I looked and it was an email that said, it was a message that said, Hey, I just got my results back. And it looks like I'm your half-brother. Oh, wow. And that's Jeremy. And that's my half-brother, Jeremy. I have two half-brothers, which makes one whole brother, which is nice. But I have <laughs> these – I have the two younger brothers, and we – I connected with Jeremy. I was – and now there's so many moments of this experience that – are kind of wild of so for one getting that message, but also now, and I'm trying to remember them all because now I like I know him. But in that moment, I don't know anything. Did he know he was related? To, is he mother or father? Right. Is he what side is he on? Is this the weirdest day in the world for him or the worst day? Like we don't. I don't know anything, and I don't know if he's crazy. Like, this is the internet. Like, to be honest, I proceeded as if internet dating, which Mm -hmm. is weird. He's my brother. But, like, I want to love you and connect with you, but this is the internet. And then it's also, like, I don't want to sound crazy because left to, like, there's a version of me that's just like, oh, my God, who's my mother? What is she like? What You know, and, like, don't do that. Yeah. So there was a real, like, pumping the brakes. And so I very pedantically responded to his message in kind like the same amount of syllables (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. not like oh my god this is incredible paragraph paragraph i just was you know like he wrote hey looks like we have i was like (laughs) i wrote like wow that's so interesting would you like to speak or something like just not whatever like you know let's chat and did you know and then i looked it said maternal haplo group so i was like He's my half-brother. We have the same mother. Wow. And we messaged a little and he said, why don't you give me a call if you want? And Or we we didn't – it wasn't a call. He, he, he was like, if you want to text. And we texted for hours. Texted for hours and I'm crying. And like even when I got his message, I just like turned the laptop to Brian and Brian gasped and he burst into tears. Oh. And then I just – you know, it came dinner time. And like, I was like, do you mind if I keep texting? He was like, oh, I gotta go. Like, and I just learned all about his experience. And with this, he didn't want to get on the phone with you. It's, I don't know how to describe this to, if you haven't been in that situation, other than to say it's a lot, like Mm. I would not have been able to talk to him. Like it's a lot, it's a lot of like, for one, you don't, you don't like, you don't want too much too soon because People are going to want money or fate or you just don't know how anyone is, but we just, it was really very much a step at a time. And so, but we texted and, you know, I have screenshots of all the texts and, um, he's funny. Like I felt so connected to him so quick. Like he's like, he, he was like, I was like, I'm your big sister. I I owe you so many Christmas presents and noogies. And he was like, he was like, and I'm your little brother. I owe you so many. Uh, he said like tagging along with you and your friends to the mall, and I'm annoying, but really it's because I look up to you. Oh, that's <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah, this guy, your sense of humor. Yeah, we he did. That yeah. was yeah. 
That's amazing. To, that is amazing. It's amazing to hear from you too, because that immediately, and everyone in my my family that raised me is like, mm-hmm. what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jeremy was, we were instantly like doing bits and, you know, I was like, oh, what do you do for a living? I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. He's just like right. lovely, charming guy. And so we texted and then. So did he grow up with your birth mother? Yeah. That's wow. his mom. This woman who's the biggest mystery of my life. Who is she? What is, I mean, it, and it's not Sally Field, but he, it, that's just his mom, like a complete non mystery. And our other, my half brother, he's half brother to both of us. There were three different dads and, and uh, three kids and we each had different dads, but um, they grew up together. Brothers. Aww. Yeah. And so, yeah, I got the, the whole story and we, but she had gone to, she was pregnant with me, excited, wanted to have me. And then went, uh, then the guy was not into it. And so she felt like she needed to give me up for adoption for my sake, but she didn't really want, she wanted me. And then she went to have me and then met Jeremy's dad while in that process and then had him like a, a year later. Um, so then there was a weird thing of I connected with Jeremy so much that I was like, what if I had grown up with, I mean, no yeah, offense yeah, to, my, right. to my brother, but like, right. what if I had grown up with so, when we're it's, the same and we're, but we could not have existed at the same time. Like she literally went to go give me, have me and give me away and met his dad mm-hmm. and then that like we were sliding doors or, right. or whatever. It's wow. just kind of wild. But you feel like you missed out on growing up with Jeremy and No, that's it's an excellent question because I had those feelings of like, oh, you know, like of course like, look, I'm a writer. Like I'm gonna go down all the what if right. roads. Right. But in the whole process, so and there's so much to it. I could talk another ten hours about it. Um but Yeah, I I can't I'm like what what do I include what do I not include? But essentially in the whole process so I met my I m- connected with Jeremy after about a week he said, "Hey, I have something for you." And that was a phone number and he said, "Mom is looking forward to meeting you." Holy shit. Yeah, I had I had given up like even when I met Jeremy, I was like I'm not going to bug him. I was like Jeremy's enough. And I just Got to know Jeremy. I have a little brother. This is incredible. I immediately felt like a big sister. You know, like it was all these very surprising feelings. And then after about a week, he said, you know, you can connect with our mom. And, you know, now I realize very smartly he was kind of vetting, you know, like as you should because internet, we don't know. Right. We don't know who's unhinged or whatever. So I ended up meeting them and my grandmother – was alive. She's a hundred years old. Well, that's great genes. <laughs> it pretty great genes. <laughs> and so I, she called me one day. So the I had, grandma called you. Yeah. Grandma called you. I had connected with my birth mother. Like, so you called her. Yeah. I called the birth. I called my birth mother. You, were you so nervous? I could not speak for two hours. Jeremy texted me my birth mother's number. I was working at a library in Los Angeles and I couldn't stop crying. So I had to leave the library. I went home. I told Brian, I have my birth mother's phone number. He can't believe he's gasping and crying too. And I just had to sit there until I was able to speak. And then I called voicemail. (laughs) It went to voicemail. Course. And so, and I had this, cause I don't know if she wants for all I really know is she didn't want to see me and she didn't want a relationship. And right. so I was like, if I only have one chance to say something to her and I, I left a message that was, you know, I mean, what do you even, Hey, it's Laura. Hey, I came out of you. <laughs> Maybe right. you remember. I was like, I got, I think I said like, I got your number from Jeremy. <laughs> like, what do you? Like, what do you, you grew me inside of you. Mm -hmm. And so, but I just, I was like, I just wanted to say hello and, you know, meet you and, and thank you. I just at least left it in that message. If I, if she was like, okay, okay. And not want to talk. I was like, 
I wanted to say thank you. And I, I wanted to say that my whole life. And then I did. And you don't want to be like, so, um, okay, bye. And then go, shit, I forgot to thank her. Yeah. And then you like call again and she's like, sees it. it and you're like, anyway, listen, I know I just called, like but like, if, in yeah, case you the, don't, in case we totally don't connect. Favreau and swingers. Yes, and then she's yep. like 25 times. Yes. And Brian's like, what are you doing? Right. Oh no. And I have to break into her house and, <laughs> and steal her phone and delete the message. Right now. Yeah. It, it was, it was so emotional and great. And, I get to know her and then we, wait. So she calls you back. She called me back and we, you're like very much burying the lead. Like you, you started this story and then you're there's, like, anyway, I meet my birth mom. But there's so many things. Yeah, okay. Like again, I really could talk about it for, for two hours. But she calls like, you back and you see the number come up and then yeah. you talk to her and she's nice. How long she, did you talk to her for? We didn't talk long. She doesn't love to talk on the phone. Um, but we talked like <laughs> 10 minutes. And just, you, she's funny and light. And so she will acknowledge, you know, she's, she's like, I, I got to hold you one time and I, I kissed you and, and prayed you'd have a good life. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm so happy to know that, that you did, you know, like she always, she told me, she always wondered if she did the right thing, you know, which of and I had never thought of that perspective. She was like, I loved you and wanted you to, to have a wonderful family and life. And now I know you have, and that makes me happy. Like that was basically her, what she's saying. And then she's also just kind of making jokes <laughs> and being silly. Like, I, you know, wow. I ended up meeting. So this was the crazy miracle. So, of all the no's, right, of the of the thing. And then find so this July twenty eighteen, uh, I connect with Jeremy and then my birth mother. Um, here's what happened. I my grandmother called me, her mother called me and said, Look, I'm a hundred. I don't wait for things. My daughter can be a little shy about things, but I want to meet you. I want to fly you and your fiance to our town to, to, to wow. in Texas. And I, I would like to meet you. Would you like to do that? And I'm just bawling. And she told me very similar to mother. She said, I got to hold you one time. She said, I've said a prayer for you every year on your birthday. Oh, I'm going to cry. My God. Yeah. She said every year on March 21st. And I was like, it's March 20th, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's old. <laughs> that was true. Can you imagine if you corrected? Well, it's the 20th. Like, if you're just like. <laughs> anyway, but I sat there because she was like, I got to hold you one time. And I just, I was so blown away by like what had to happen. She knew me when I'm like an hour old. And now I'm 50 when I talk to her or whatever. And I was like. Internet had to be invented. Cell phones had mm -hmm. to be invented. DNA testing and the, like every airplanes. Airplanes. What if I, exactly. What if I I'm from know. 1814. <laughs> right. It was just, but just everything that went into this cars moment. Were, exactly. Like, electricity. You have our root. But it is, it was That's like crazy. so wild of like, it was these modern things that kind of made it all, you know, ha and so here's what, so she's, I said, so September, we basically, I said, look, I, I already am going to Texas in September. How's this date? Because I was going to visit my dad. And so I already had tickets to Texas. I, Jeremy lives in, um, Florida and I had a gig for the next month in Florida and I reached out to Jeremy and said, Hey, this is way too soon. Feel free to say no, but I'm going to be in Florida doing a show. He's like, we're there. So, and then I had, and I never have this, but I had a stand up gig. So that was Florida was stand up. I had a stand up gig in Indianapolis. Guess where my other little brother lives. Wow. He lived like 10 minutes away from the venue. Wow. So in three months, I already had tickets to all the places where my family, my biological family lived. I met them all in like three months. I met cousins and 
cousin Laurel and aunts and uncles and I I everyone. A hundred-year-old grandmother. I remember seeing a lot of this unfold on Facebook. Yes, I was posting it. I've never had so many likes, and everyone's like, "I'm crying." I'm you're crying. No, I'm crying. Everyone's crying, and you're like, "I got another family member." Hey, sorry, I know this is a lot of family members, but this is my cousin so and so. It was wild, and what I love is like a lot of my life, I've been. I wasn't like goth, but I was just like. A cynical Gen X, like whatever, that's like kind of vibe, that's stupid or like a little, and this was so heart Mm -hmm. opening. It's just a beautiful story because I message my birth mother all the time. Like we're friends and Jeremy, I went and stayed with him. (laughs) I spent a week with him and I, and I. We, I bought at the airport a, a totally 80s jigsaw puzzle because we didn't get to have our childhood together. Right. And like, so we just do, I buy him ice cream when I see, I just try to do kid, but like we picked out a Christmas tree together and we, and it's amazing. It, you know, we just, it's incredible. I love them. Like we love, there's just love there. Like when I thought it was like, Oh, something's wrong with me or I, my life began with right. this Dickensian tragedy. And it's like, no, like I was literally wrong about my own existence. They were like, we've loved you the whole time. And my parents, you asked, did this make me feel like, did I miss out? I got to see my family in a new way of how much they loved me. Mm -hmm. And it kind of ruined my comedy career, to be honest. Uh (laughs) Because it was like, oh, I'm very, very loved. And it didn't really ruin your comedy career. But speaking of your comedy career, you're doing a show a regular show once a month. Yes, I have a show called Party On that's at a, a great comedy club called The Crow in Santa Monica. And it's the first Sunday of every month. And it's it, it started out as booze sober, but nobody just has one issue. So it's comedians in all kinds of recovery and the audience is in all kinds of recovery. And like it's so funny and soul thriving and it's it's an yeah like legit headliner comic great comedy and also like recovery center you know they talk about other things but we hit we hit that and where else can we find you do you have anything to promote larahouse.com yeah and oh and we did we haven't in this episode talked about our podcast yes and my podcast tiny victories it's on comes through maximum fun but it's on all the outlets and we uh, i do it with new york times best-selling author annabelle gerwich and we um Celebrate little wins. It's a 15-minute podcast, so you can definitely put it on your list of faves. Amazing. Laura, I can't thank you enough. It was thank so you. nice to meet you. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Oh, such and a pleasure. Everybody I don't want to go. Go back to the Thursday yes. episode. Listen to our Thursday. from the beginning of that, because, I mean, amazing. Amazing. And before we completely go, let's give a shout-out to our, our, our fabulous pe- yeah, our Patreon people. people. Yeah, like Aaron... Land home. oh and Rachel still a newcomer Randy May Ames she's got a lot of names Lori's gory mm-hmm. that's gonna be so killer when it's like <laughs> Halloween <laughs> um Nikki call your girl Ashley you're so chic Leslie is accosting still, people yeah it's I mean All Jacob Crowley we uh love you and you're not that growly. No, very lately. pleasant on our Zoom. Yeah, and Rita rocks that bassinet full of Elizabeth Williamson's seven kids. Mm-hmm. Not at the same time. She takes turns. Hero, everybody loves you. All your kids love you. Athena, we love your dancing. Polly, we love your pancakes. Valerie, Bubba Fenwick. Uh, Katarina, also on our Zoom. At, was on our Zoom, mm-hmm. yeah. And Katarina, she really does need to check her molar. Mm-hmm. She missed a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, and Missy and Gabby. Well, they're uh, alive and well from mm-hmm. what I've seen we on found Facebook. found out. Yeah. Ishan Vajpay. Well, he's hot. Piece of ass. Rebecca Lupin. <laughs> she's so she's adorable. <laughs> Kelly Brandt's not your aunt, but she will take you to hip hop class. Yeah. yeah. Alicia <laughs> Escalante <laughs> from the city of El Monte. Leslie, stop coughing. It's ridiculous. Sarah Stefano. Stefano. My paisano. Yeah. Jennifer, get up. Sandra, it's not easy being green. Where were you on our Zoom, yes, by the way? Sandra. Krista, you make me, me want to stroop. And Stephanie's a stinker rinker. Also, Adam Lerner can get you a car. He has a website. It's called Adam's Got a Car. Is it called Adam's Got a Car? Hold on. It's called, yeah, 
adamsgotacar.com. His number is 310-998-7048. He's awesome. He's a car broker. He will find you the best deal on a lease, on a used car, on whatever you want, on a new car. If you want to buy, you get it. You've heard me talk about it before. Adam Lerner. Um, also, one more before we go. Uh, Marin from Sugar Skull, for all of August, she wants to change her shout out. You know she's in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And she wants to um, talk about the Maui Strong Fund for the Hawaii Community Foundation. So um, we love you for that. That's amazing. Marin. So what you, you want to do is go to hawaiicommunityfoundation.org uh, backslash Maui-strong um, and help the people of Hawaii. And that's so kind of you to give that your shout out for that. And one more, Kelly, Wilma and Frida. Love them. Great food, check out their great food. brunch. They're in Palm Springs and Palm Desert. They have homemade English muffins and Pop-Tarts and desserts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The best. Yeah. And mention for crying out loud and you'll get a free latte or a mimosa. All right. Thanks again, Laura. Thank you, Kaylin. Thank, thank you, you guys. Yeah, you're a parent now. Don't F it up. <laughs>